Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Meadows at Mystic Lake has modified its golf policies to follow the COVID-19 public health recommendations and welcomes you to play this award-winning public golf course. It offers a unique, challenging, and scenic golf experience. The Meadows at Mystic Lake is a full-service golfing destination, enhanced by nearby food and entertainment, including the Meadows Bar and Grill and Mystic Lake Casino Hotel. It's never too early to book a tee time or shop the pro shop. Stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by Shakopee Midwakanton Sioux Community. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. You think you and your Hall of Fame quarterback buddy like football? Well, John Gruden and Brett Favre don't just like football. They love it. Oh, no. Watch this throw. No, it's freezing. Backing up. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And, and and I'm making another throw the next time. It's like it came right out of here. I mean, Welcome to, back. I, it it's had like to drop in like a butterfly with sore feet. It had to drop huh? in like that. Like a what? Huh? <laughs> yeah. You lost me. Oh, man. Watch this throw. Rolling to the know, left. Man. Backing up. M- my uh, my football page needs to be refreshed, boys. It's the off season though. This is the time where you work on the kinks. Yep. Yep. The football the football buttons are you know maybe they're not as fine tuned as they will be in the middle of October. <laughs> they want their time week off, six. dude. They're telling you something right now. <laughs> this is optional season this is optional. for my we might football not button work. bar. Your football button bar might not work, and guess what? There's, holding out. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. It's optional, but the football button bar still had to write a handwritten letter asking for permission yes. to not be a part of Purple Daily right. here. Yes, and you, so, like uh, Zim, are pissed off at the football <laughs> button bar. Oh, man. All right, this is Purple Daily presented by TCL. TCL, some wonderful TVs that a lot of you guys are watching us on on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. So keep sending those photos. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. Mackie, Judd. Declan, our executive producer, we got a couple things. A juicy Vikings trade rumor that popped up over the weekend, the long weekend. And uh, also an interesting top 100 players list from Pete Prisco that we'll get into. But we just have to thank the audience. We just got done beep, boop, 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 tallying all of the main numbers and two awesome things. Number one, you guys helped us set a new purple daily download record Thank you. here. Awesome. Uh, even though it was like the month after the draft. So you like us. You really like us, even though mm-hmm. it wasn't draft lead up season. So thank you guys for sticking with us every single day. And also score north podcast as a whole. So purple daily, Mackie and Judd, uh, Royce Unchained, the scoop of doogie, et cetera, et cetera. We set a new download record for our entire network in the month of May as well. So. Thank you, guys. 
We appreciate you. We enjoy entertaining you on a daily basis. And, uh, boys, I think we should dive right into it. And, Judd, it's going to be on you to be the reckless speculation sounder guy because oh, my thing has wait. frozen up over here. All right. Hold on. Oh, yeah. I, I know. This is Christmas Day for you. Yep. yep. You get to be in charge of the buttons Oh, here. boy. Let's, we'll wait for uh, it. It's okay. Here we go. Hold on, Judd. Hold on, Judd. Hold on, Judd. Yep. We'll wait for it. No. Reckless speculation. Reckless no. speculation. <laughs> no, people hate when we Executive. do that. That's why we do it, though. Um, okay. So over the weekend... Across the internet. Courtney Cronin was tweeting about this. And then I would assume one of the more credible football insider accounts on the internet at my sports update. Oh, nice. On Twitter. Yeah, yeah. At my sports update. Who do you trust more? Do you trust Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, or at my sports update on Twitter? Well, if it's. I mean, you put them all in my sports update, it must be true. That's right. Like they, they don't recklessly speculate, they just report, they spit out the facts. So so Doogie so just to lead this up, Doogie has reported for Score North and Five Eyewitness News that the Vikings did kick the tires on trading up to seven during the draft, that they really like fields, and they were kicking the tires on the trade up to seven. Courtney Cronin has tweeted and written that in the draft room the night of the first round, that there was a lot of once fields started to fall to like seven, eight, nine, okay, there's conversations happening. My sports update takes it a step further and says the Vikings called the Panthers on draft night and offered the 14, the 90th, and the 143rd in exchange for the 8. Um, the move up would have been either for Justin Fields or Rashawn Slater. Now, they're pulling this from a Panthers YouTube video Yes, on uh, Twitter here. So, actually, how long is that video? Is that too long to play on here? I think, it I think, it's, I think it's too long to play, yes. Okay, so we'll just sum it up by saying the Vikings offered their so a first round pick swap, the ninetieth and the one forty third in exchange for the eight. The move would have been either for Justin Fields or Rashawn Slater. Mm-hmm. And your thoughts? Well, first off, I I guess in the course of the conversation that the Panthers had with the Vikings right before the pick, that the Panthers they looked at the old uh, Jimmy Johnson trade chart. And said, "You're trying to screw us. Don't don't lowball us. Don't call us with a lowball offer." So they were looking at the old trade chart, which I've been told by some is now extinct. But heck, good for them. I guess Matt Rule, who who can't run a clock during a game to save his life, can add up points on a draft chart. <laughs> My thoughts are this: I find it intriguing that that the Vikings, who I believe, I think starting with Dugues' report, I think he's exactly right. They were after. Fields, I think they like Slater a lot, uh, but if Fields was out there, I think they were going to try to trade for him, and I think, in fact, that's exactly what they did. I also think that there's credibility to the reports that we've seen occasionally that the Vikings love Trey Lance, and that if Trey and I think they liked Lance more than Fields, so I think that on their board of the potential available QBs, probably a month before the draft, their board was Lance and then Fields. Um. Here's the thing that started to surprise me, though, and this is sort of this is the Vikings thing at quarterback that Phil that we've talked about before, and I don't really get. So, if you really liked Fields, though, like if you thought, okay, this guy can replace Kirk almost certainly in 2022, and he can step in and play, and we've scouted him, and we know him, and we like him, that offer to the Panthers isn't very good. Like you would you would have offered more. So, yeah. so I guess. Yeah, you weren't that serious. I, so I totally buy that they liked him, and I completely buy that they that they 
probably had a plan if they could have gotten him. But in typical Viking QB fashion, it's like, well, let's put our let's put our big toe in the pool and see if it's oh, that's pretty chilly. That's yeah, because, yeah, if you had really thought that you had found your guy, then your guy would be a guy that you would have included more for. So I have mixed feelings about sort of how the Vikings approach this, because I've I've never really trusted completely their devotion and dedication to identifying what in their mind is clearly the right quarterback. So I, I, at first my thought was, would you actually, let me, let me ask you guys this. I think the conundrum for the Vikings was, all right, we know that Kellen Mond, we like Kellen Mond a lot too. Maybe we like Justin Jefferson more, or I'm sorry, uh, just Jeff. We love Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Love him. Maybe we like Justin. We're going to trade him more. to the fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we also really need a left tackle solution. So we could trade up for fields. And obviously the Panthers thought it was a low ball offer. So you would have had to, it would have had to have been more than the 90th and the 143 and your 14, right? It would have had to have been maybe even your 66th, right? To really get enough capital sent to Carolina. Would you rather have Justin Fields and then whatever else, like, okay, now you're not picking until the third round, maybe even mid-third round if you have to give up that 66th pick. And so now your left tackle solution is a third rounder or or you have to trade up again, but you got Justin Fields. Or would you rather have had Christian Derrissaw in the way that it played out? You could trade back, get more draft capital, still get Christian Derrissaw and Kellen Mond. It would all depend to me on... If, how confident are you in your quarterback evaluation? And right. Rick Spielman can't be that confident, right? Correct. It's all very coin flippy with him. And was there enough of a gap between Justin Fields and Kellen Mond to justify shrugging your shoulders at left tackle? But, hey, we got our quarterback, right? So I like the way that it played out, even if Justin Fields has a better uh, lottery ticket over his head than Kellen Mond. I mean, you can break this all down historically. You know, first round quarterbacks have about a 60 to 75% chance of becoming franchise guys. Uh, it's kind of an inexact science because, you know, obviously Christian Ponder was a first round quarterback. Probably it wasn't graded as a first round quarterback. And so he counts in the bus category. And once you get to the third round, those guys only pan out to be multi year starters, like franchise starters for a handful of years, about 22% of the time. So if you thought Fields was 75% to pan out, and Mond is 20 to 25%. That might be a big enough gap to say, screw it, pull the trigger. This is your dude for the next 10 years. Sorry, Kirk, you're gone after 2021, and we'll figure left tackle out later. I think the Vikings had Mond and Fields. I think they had Fields above Mond, but I think the gap was a lot closer than like 75% Fields panning out, 20, 25% Mond panning out. I'm making these numbers up, obviously, but like, what if it was 30 to 40% Mond pans out in a couple of years as a franchise guy and Fields is 60 to 70%? And so there's a gap, but Christian Derrissaw also gets to be on your team for the next eight plus years as a franchise left tackle. It's tantalizing. I like the idea of being aggressive for a potential franchise quarterback. The risks be damned. But I like the way this played out better for the Vikings. What about you, Dex? Yeah, I, I like it a lot, too. And by the way, Mark Florio, um, Mike Florio also pulled out the same thing that they tried to get up to get Justin Fields. So he also posted on Pro Football Talk on Sunday that it was it was Justin Fields who they were targeting. And I'm sure Rashawn Slater was probably, obviously, a candidate there. 
But trying to get up and trying to find your franchise quarterback, yeah, I absolutely love it. And even it would have been similar to how Kellen Mond is going to be treated in 2021. They wouldn't have thrown Justin Fields in the fire. Kirk Cousins is still the starting quarterback. But I do think the process starts excel- is obviously accelerated a little bit more than it is, obviously, with Kellen Mond, who's a, definitely a yeah. bigger project and a third-round day-two pick. Because a huge part of the value of taking a quarterback in any round is that you get to leverage their rookie-scale deal. And you get to start building your team. Like, you know, you know, people who praise the Packers for sitting Jordan Love and giving him time, just like they sat Rodgers. Well, that's great, but like a huge part of the reason why you draft quarterbacks is so you can get a five-year runway, or in the case of Kellen Mond, it'll be a four-year contract before he's a free agent, a four- or five-year runway of a cheap, good quarterback, and then you spend money on the rest of your roster. So it would have been tough with Kirk on the team and Justin Fields coming in. And Fields makes a lot more as a first-round pick than Mond does as a third-round pick, there's no way you would have been able to justify sitting fields for a full year. So that would have been a thing. And you figure it out if he's your franchise guy going forward, then you just sort of deal with the uncomfortableness. With Mond, you get a green light. Some fans are going to call for it. Florio's going to call for it at some point, and we're probably going to call for it in like week 11. But you have you have a green light to sit Kellen Mond for a full year behind Kirk Cousins, and not many people are going to complain. But not two, because... The- now you're you're down to two years on the contract instead yes. of instead of the fifth year option, which is a problem too. Here's a, I just want to see the Vikings. I want to have the feeling someday, and it's just not there that they have a clear, crystallized idea of what they want at that position. It's so important, and like if you think Fields is worth trading up for, you should have done it, and and that's the trade. Now I like how the draft worked out. So in hindsight, I think it worked out fine. And the Mon pick might be great. No clue. This is more of a lifetime achievement award to me, to Spielman, for continually really being like, is it, I don't know. You know, let's just go sign Kirk. Kirk, we know Kirk. Kirk will be fine. Uh, the Ponder pick was, you know, I'll always say this. That draft was the musical chairs quarterback draft. Hey, Locker's gone. Newton's gone. Gabbard's gone. Who's our guy? Let's take Ponder. Um, I would like the sense of, a feeling that your franchise is like, yeah, this is this is our guy. Like, this is our guy. And they sort of went there with Teddy, but they traded back into the first round, which was okay. But if you recall, that was more Norv. I mean, Norv's the one that identified and said, I saw him. I went back and talked to him. I, you know, we, we put him through a private workout in Florida. He's our guy. Uh, which I loved. I love that stance. I love that he's our guy. We we know enough to be confident. So this draft, I think, worked out fine. But I would just love to see the day where the Vikings take a quarterback in the draft, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? Rick really knew on this one. So, but the so the the flip side of this is they made a a, a sort of a tepid offer, yeah, to maybe both Detroit and at seven and Carolina at eight to try and get fields, which means, okay, they, they thought highly of fields enough to explore those conversations. Maybe they were a little bit put off by some things that other teams were put whatever, whatever brought Justin Fields down from being the bona fide number two pick sliding down, you know, further into that top 10, um, you know, maybe they had their own evaluation and had some things that they didn't like, or maybe they just got nervous that other teams were passing on him, but, Obviously, they didn't make a full-on, we're serious about this offer. So my question to you guys is, do you think the Vikings are going to regret in like five years 
not being more aggressive and upping that offer to get Justin Fields? I would say no, because, you know, you don't, they, they clearly didn't know, right? Uh, I would say no, except there's one curveball in what you just said that now becomes extremely important. And if the answer is yes, it's a problem. The Chicago Bears. So, like, if Fields had been taken by... It's, it's a double, it's a AFC, double problem. Exactly. So, if Fields had been taken by an AFC team, for instance, you'd be like, okay, you know, I mean, unless he, unless you missed on Mahomes, it should be just fine. But, yes, now you're going to have to play him twice a, a year, and God forbid the Chicago Bears have finally solved a quarterback problem that's been a problem since Sid Luckman. Uh, so, unfortunately for the Vikings, if they were right, and this was the guy, and this was their guy, and now he's playing them twice a year in the division. Um, that's problematic for sure. Yeah, it's 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 tough because if it was a different franchise drafting fields, like if it was the Packers, for some reason Jordan Love doesn't worry me because he wasn't he wasn't touted as being like a top five pick, right? They, it, it felt like a reach, and maybe he'll wind up being a good quarterback. But Aaron Rodgers was being talked about 15 years ago as the number one pick, and then he falls all the way to 25, and it's like, oh, my God. Of course they just, like, get a, a guy that was going to maybe be the number one pick just falls in their laps. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields was maybe going to be the number two overall pick, and so if it was the Packers taking him, I'd be like, oh, well, there's of course they luck box their way into another 15-year Hall of Fame quarterback. But because it's the Bears, I lean toward either they whiffed because they always do, or they'll screw it up because they always do. Sure. Right? Like they just, yeah, yeah. they never maximize, whether it's a, a bad evaluation or bad development, they never maximize a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little bit less worried because it's the Bears. But if you had, a, if your gut instinct was, oh, we should maybe trade up See, for this, why didn't you follow it? And that's the problem. Why didn't you follow it? So, like, if you, and my question when it comes to QBs and the Vikings is, do you really believe or not? Like, Kirk does seem to be, and this is not a Kirk bash, which I always have to preface everything I say now with. This is not a Kirk bash. Uh, Kirk does seem to be the safe choice, right? Like, like he was. That's a Kirk bash. Expensive, expensive choice. But my point is, the Vikings signed him because they basically acknowledged, we really can't find a guy. Like, every, you know, lots of teams find their guy, right? But we, we're going to go the in Rick's mind, I think, the safest route possible because Kirk's not going to be a disaster. Like, he's not a bust, for sure. So that's sort of the story of the Vikings I've, in the Spielman era of, like, do you do you identify these QBs and are you sure about them? Are you, like, tepid on, on them, which this certainly seemed to be? Can I throw in a little bit more of this? Reckless speculation. Please do. Okay, so the Vikings had another chance to get Fields before the Bears came up to 11 and took him. And I think this is pretty solid. They had a deal very similar to what they offered the Panthers, but this actually probably works because of the draft positioning, you guys, with Denver at nine. So George Payton, are you, are you old reporting friend, this? I'm saying I've heard rumblings about this, okay? And so I am, I am, I, I am reporting in a... Speculation because I lead the lifestyle. Like, first of all, you have to understand I am fully engaged in the lifestyle. Okay, like slippers, corduroy <laughs> pants, 
Oh, cords. What? I didn't know that reckless speculation lifestyle required oh. corduroy pants. Corduroy pants, which I used to wear every every day of seventh grade. Me too. Me too. So did I. But the deal with the Broncos was contingent on this. Uh, J.C. Horn and Patrick Sertain couldn't be taken yet because if the Broncos were going to go backwards, they were bound and determined to get one of those two. Well, when the Carolina trade with the Vikings didn't work out, J.C. Horn went to the Panthers. And so now the Broncos are like, well, we're out then because we can't afford to move backwards and miss out on Sertain. So... Hmm. The point being, though, because if you had traded from fourteen to nine, I think the I think the trade we talked about with the Panthers probably works or comes closer to working because the pick is two picks or a pick after the Panthers. My point being is, I I think the Vikings aggressively did look at trying to go up and get Fields, and that just further interests me about what the what the feeling was there. And Phil, to your last point, why you wouldn't have just said. If this is our guy, it's our guy. Hey, kids, how's the water? It's full of weeds. I can't move my legs. Uh, your arms are free, right? Yeah. yeah. Wave them around. It's fun. you kidding me? This can't be happening. This is Jamie from the Aquaside Company. Clear your water completely. Destroy weeds, algae, and the muck that's preventing you from enjoying your waterfront property. We know your time in the water is precious. We're the Aquaside Company. Call 800-328-9350 or visit Aquaside.com. State permit may be required. Okay, here's the next question off of all of this. What if they had so, – so we've got indications and reports and steam and speculation, some of it very ironclad, some of it a little bit less so, but that they tried to get to seven, eight, and nine, maybe even somewhere else in there, right? And my question to you guys is what if they had successfully done it and drafted Justin Fields? Would would Kirk have gone on to because I think he went on Twitter and, you know, welcome to the team, Kellen Mond, right? Hey, let me reach out to him and send him a text message. What would the discussions have been like over the last month among fans, media, internally with Kirk? A third round guy is one thing. Hey, Kirk, listen, we just we need some youth at the position. Um, you're obviously still our guy, but right. we just yeah, it's, this is about let's between you and me, Kirk. Sean Mannion. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, he shot Manny. But yeah. I liked him. He's, what, we he's just my want, best friend. You know, in case you you know you know take a terrible hit because listen, the offensive line hasn't been great. Um, you know, we just need someone back there who can run around a little bit more. Okay, I mean, you can't sell it that way if it's Justin Fields. If they draft a first round quarterback and trade up for him, it's a Kansas City Chiefs Alex Smith situation, right? There's no massaging it, finessing it, we drafted your replacement to start as soon as possible. Yes. Maybe not the first half of 2021, but the clock is now ticking. The clock is ticking with Kellen Mond as well, mostly because of Kirk's contract. Right. But you can at least finesse it that the, the other way behind the scenes. So what would the last month have been like if they pulled off one of these moves up to seven, eight, or nine? For us, glorious. Well, of course. For well, them? For them? I mean, come on. Come on. I just think that this shows that there is a that there is an even stronger desire uh, to have Kirk's replacement than the Mon pick showed. Like the Mon pick is clearly, and I like it, but the Mon pick is clearly, you know, third round pick. Okay, he'll come in, he'll learn, develop, and then if Kirk can't come back after, because they're right now 
despite the fact that we all think Kirk might be traded next summer, the reality is you can easily sell, hey, Kellamon's going to sit for two years, you guys. He's our backup. He's, he's going to be great backup. And then someday he might ascend to the starting role. But Justin Fields... It's on, and that to me shows. And I wonder if they. I wonder if the lukewarm. So they were. They were. Will, they were willing to engage yes. in that. Well, but that's my question: Is the lukewarm tepidness of the fields offered to the Panthers? Um, is that an indication that they were willing to engage in what fields drafting fields would have meant, but also were so frightened by the fact that if you go there all hell potentially breaks loose. Like, I would just like to know, ordinarily, if you you really like a QB, and at some point in time, too, your intelligence had to say, the Chicago Bears are making calls, right? Like, you would have that intelligence coming into your room during the draft. You know, hey, I talked to the Bears about this, too. So the Vikings had to know or had to be tipped at some point that the Bears were making calls, actively trying to move up to get Justin Fields. So all of that being said, I wonder if the Vikings were thinking what we're saying, which is, okay, Justin Fields would be great. We we do like him a lot. But if we make a trade <laughs> and draft him, you are going to have to be in the mix of immediately, well, when's Fields going to start? If Kirk struggles, why like is Fields playing? You like that? Like that does. Dude, it is juicy. That could have played. It is juicy. I mean, you can't dismiss that. Like, it's like they... In a vacuum, they knew, man, this guy, this guy could be a ten-plus-year franchise quarterback. Let's make an offer. Well, wait, what should the offer be? Well, it's going to be kind of a pain in the ass to have that discussion with Kirk and his agent, <laughs> and then the fans are going to be all split, and well, ownership kind of wants us to keep Kirk happy for one more year. All right, let's float him a fourth and maybe a late third and see what happens. So, do you think? <laughs> do you think if Kirk had, had been going in to the last year of his contract in two thousand twenty-two? that they up that offer to the Panthers and make that trade. So like if this Wait, was the swan, saying- so I'm saying Kirk has two years left right now and, and he can be traded, but we're assuming- You're saying if his deal was up after I'm this sa- year. Yes, I'm saying if Kirk had one year instead of two left on his contract and the need to replace him is more immediate and you could probably justify a high quarterback draft pick, do you think that trade gets done? I think they feel more urgency, but they should feel the urgency either way because there's no way they're going to play him on a $45 million cap number for 2022. So you, you either have to trade him. I guess you could play him on that number, but you're not going to win games. Like you're going to have to, you can't extend to Neil Hunter and you can't keep Thielen around and Harrison Smith around. Like there's, you can't, you can't keep all these guys under the same roof when he's making 40. The cap is the cap's like 180 and it'll go up to maybe 190 or 200. Um, so you either have to trade him or extend him after this season. There's no real, there's really no other option. Yeah. And, and I don't see them extending him, especially now that they've got Kellen Mond in the door. So they were all along planning on 2021. I think, I mean, mark this down. I know sometimes I feel like people think we're like way out in front and you guys are way early on this. This is going to be Kirk's cousin, Kirk Cousins last year as the Vikings quarterback. Unless they extend him into age 35, 36, and I just don't see that happening. So they knew before the draft mm-hmm. that this was lingering the next two years, his contract. And they've, and they've, I think, been setting up for 2021 to be the last year of his deal. And I'm sure they had discussions with him in the offseason that said, you know, we don't need this to be the last year of your deal. You could bring that cap number down from third and second highest in the league down to ninth. Pat Mahomes 
brought it down to seven and a half million so they could sign some offensive linemen, right? Said no, I'm make all a good. run of the Super Bowl. Kirk said no, I'm good. And when he said no, I'm good. The Vikings said, all right, we're good too. Right, we're gonna we're gonna but find a why, quarterback either in the first or the third so, round. So, off that point, then if you if you thought that Fields was the guy, why wouldn't you have done it then? Because Kirk did sort of tell you to screw off. I mean, you know, you you went to Kirk and said, "Be a team guy," and Kirk had every right to say, "Bleep that, I'm not going to," and he did. But why would? So if if you're convinced that Justin Fields is worth trading up for to get, like why wouldn't you have have gone that next step? Because it's not it's not like you you had to throw in three first round draft picks. It's well it's it is weird that they made offers that were sort of low ball offers. It is it is weird yes, that they would that they'd be willing if a team said yes they'd be willing to create the mess. So it is it is weird that they lowball. Why not just make it, why not just make it happen right? But the answer to your question is. They have such a big need at the other most, like the second most important offensive position, which is left tackle. They wanted to come away with a left tackle and a quarterback option within their first two or three picks, and they did with Christian Derrissaw and with Kellen Mond. Interesting. So it goes back to the beginning of this discussion. Yeah, Justin Fields and shrug emoji at left tackle, (laughs) or Christian Derrissaw and Kellen Mond. Now we could replay this in five years, and if you swapped out these names. It could be literally. It could literally be us talking about like Pat Mahomes and shrug emoji, right? Or you know, garbage bust quarterback that was drafted in the third round and a left tackle and, that's average, right? And where I would say that this this opens itself up to uh, potential criticism and second guessing is here. No matter what you did for 2021, there is no more important position in sports than quarterback. So, like, if you thought this was the guy and you're like, but, yeah, but for, for the short term, let's not do that. That's a mistake. Yeah. So. We'll see. Like, we'll I like see. their draft. I think it's fine. This this report and and not report, the fact that this leaked out, like, this was on the, on the Panthers account. So, this is not a completely bit of, hold on a second here. I got it right there. I got it down there. <laughs> Reckless speculation. Really doesn't intrigue me. Well, uh, if the Vikings are looking for insurance at that QB position, Kellen Mond is great. And so they've got their insurance there. If you're looking for insurance as a business owner, Federated is here standing behind you and other business owners around the state of Minnesota for over 100 years. They're one of us. They're based in Minnesota. They're Minnesota sports fans. They've been supporting us on Purple Daily and Mackie and Judd for a number of years. We appreciate that. You can find out more about all the different tools and resources Federated provides and all the industries they protect at federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. Uh, I know we promised Pete Prisco's top 100 players. We're out of time for this episode, so we will do that tomorrow. We can do uh, write that down predictions. And I think the biggest thing about this top 100 list is who the number one Viking is, and do you agree or not? And should there be more Vikings in the top 100? The Vikings roster is pretty ridiculous in some certain spots. But we'll get to that tomorrow and predictions. Good fodder there. Good fodder. Thanks, Panthers, for putting that information out there. <laughs> I'm sure the Vikings really appreciated it, too. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you again for helping us set a new Purple Daily download and, uh, and play record. We appreciate you guys, and we'll keep uh, bringing the Daily Vikings entertainment Monday through Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. See you guys.